Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Alexi, for today is kunupidi, kunupidi or cauliflower. Kunupidi is a star cruciferous vegetable which is loaded with vitamins, particularly vitamin C, minerals, and best of all, this white cutie is low in calorie. You can eat it raw, roasted, mashed, steak-style rice form, or as hummus. Kunupidi can even be transformed into a pizza crust, that's right. With it being so versatile, why wouldn't you incorporate this kunupidi cauliflower powerhouse into your weekly menu? Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroniki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Kefi Life, the podcast where each week we try to bring you some new ideas and some fresh concepts for living Olikala all is well in the mind, body, and spirit. Now, I find myself in Cabo, Mexico, first time here. Actually, I think it's the second or third time, but first time at a fabulous restaurant called Yaya's. And uh, my family and I dined here a couple nights ago. I was so inspired, in awe of, and just, just mind blown with the food that I had to meet the chef. And our waiter took us back to meet the chef who was Ileana Gordinas, Gordinas. And we met and she agreed to an interview and I'm so excited to bring her to you now. Welcome and thank you so much for being on Kepi Live. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. For me, it's a pleasure. And when I met you and we talked, for me, it was just so exciting for someone to appreciate what we do back there in the kitchen. So thank you. Are you kidding? It's my pleasure. And for guests like myself who have the great privilege to travel all over, to come to your restaurant, and I call it your restaurant because I believe that the, sh- <laughs> the chef will command the presence of everything that's going on, to come here and taste food that is just so different, so unique, so fresh, so delicious, and of course, offer vegetables, my favorite, in such a unique way is is real, really a privilege. So, Chef Ileana, without futures right now, tell our audience a little bit about your background, where you come from, and about your training. So, my name is Ileana, as you already heard. I am um, actually Mexican. I was born there in Mexico City and right there too. Uh, but part of my mother's family is Italian, so there was always that little thing that I wanted to be more into Italian cuisine, the language, their culture, and their food. 
So basically that's half of my career, let's say Mexico and Italy, which are, I think there are cultures that combine very well. They're both very familiar and they enjoy having like conversations around the table and just sharing. And I think that's about it. <laughs> well, your title is chef de cuisine. It is. And you said, Kiki, this is French. <laughs> it is French. Um, and kitchens, we still use it traditional culinary French terminology. Uh, chef de cuisine means that I'm the boss of the kitchen. <laughs> I command right there behind the stoves. Uh, but uh, it's something that I think that makes me very proud being a female chef, just being the chef de cuisine in a restaurant. It's something very important. It makes me feel excited about just showing and showcasing what female chefs and Mexican chefs can do. I was pleasantly surprised to see a female with all those men behind the line at the kitchen. I said, okay, so where's the chef? And they said, you're looking at her. Yeah, so we are 15 cooks. Uh, Excuse me. No, no, it's okay. Uh, 15 cooks and me and my sous chef. Uh, about females, we have two cooks and me. So we are three females in the back of the kitchen, but it's just exciting and we're proud of being over here. And I have to tell you, with such a popular and famous restaurant in Cabo. Uh, Cabo is world renowned. You seem to be very young. And of course, everyone, she's gorgeous. By the way, in person, she is beautiful. Um, so you're very young. You have such a great experience. I really believe, I'm just speaking now from what I tasted, that you prepare your food with love and art. Thank you. <laughs> I could not get over what I was eating. Please describe the menu here at Yanya's and then we'll get into right. the vegetables. So this restaurant opened nine months ago. It all started actually in the lawn that we have over there just by doing pop-ups and the project started as a Mediterranean concept. But what we wanted to do, and I say we because our past executive chef and I developed this concept, uh, was to do something different. Not the traditional Greek dishes that you find at every single Mediterranean restaurant or the Italian dishes that you can go and just see in every uh, menu around. Uh, we decided to focus mainly on Pakistan, Palestine, um, also some of the Greek cultures, Spain and France and Italy, of course. And that's how this menu developed. Um, it's not a traditional menu. What we decided to do is basically focus on the use of spices, the use of colors and ingredients to do this menu. So that's how it ended up being how it is right now. And I'm excited because little by little I added my touch in it and it just looks great. <laughs> you know, that's a very interesting point that you say because we do peek with the eye first. It, that's true. And you said the colors. And um, I think when I was eating some of the food, everything that came out was just so colorful, but equally delicious, if not more delicious. <laughs> and I have to bring up, I ordered the uh, roasted or char cauliflower. Yes. <laughs> oh, mouthwatering. Thank you. Tell us about that inspiration. I love that dish because people adore it. And sometimes they even take it to go. Like they ordered a second portion of it to take it to their room or to their homes. Um, it's just actually a, a tart cauliflower, but the, important thing of this is that it's a colored cauliflower. It's not just a regular white one. People, when they come and they see the purple cauliflower, they always ask, is this painted? And no, it's actually nature giving us their best. And that's why I adore it. And on the bottom part of it, you're going to find the sauce that it's made out of tahini, which is just a sesame paste. Um, it has some citrus on it. We char it in the charcoal oven that we have over there. 
and we serve it with some greens so that you feel the freshness, but also the charcoal part of our kitchen, which is very characteristic of Yayan. Oh, I love it. And one thing that I should know is that um, the food here is fresh. And Ileana and I were just discussing the fact that Mexico has so much to offer. It does. Yeah, so in regards, in regards to produce, et cetera. So let's kind of touch upon that. Of course. So as I said before, I'm actually from Mexico City. So when I came here to Los Cabos, I thought that maybe I was just going to be able to find a lot of sand and uh, a lot of sea and not that many produce, but I was totally wrong. Los Cabos, and I think Mexico has a lot to offer, uh, talking about produce, uh, vegetables, meat, fish, obviously fish were here, the Los Cabos Sea and the ocean gives us mostly everything that we use. So that's what I wanted to uh, put in the menu to make people know that it's not just produce that we bring from other parts of the Republic or maybe from the States, it's actually produce that we get from Los Cabos. Farmers that grow and they survive because they grow that and it's like what they give to their family just by selling vegetables and that's what we're trying to do here. Showcase what a Cabo has to offer besides fun and the pool and the sea. <laughs> and, the <sunshine. laughs> and the sunshine, exactly. Oh my God. Um, what is your favorite vegetable to work with? I ordered, uh, besides the cauliflower, I had this, oh, this dynamite carrots. I had just the lavender. Yeah, well, I, I adore that dish too. For me, vegetables are something just as important as it would be having meat or chicken or fish in, in your menu. I think more and more uh, using vegetables are just something so important. Not just because people have their personal dietary restrictions or whatever. It's just that vegetables are the base of the diet for everyone. Uh, for me, vegetables are just like a blank space in which you can create. I adore eggplants. I adore carrots. I adore um, avocado. I adore tomato. We try to put a little bit of everything in the menu. But for me, my personal favorite dish right now, it's the roasted eggplant that it's served in a vase of a, a pyramid of almonds. And on top, you have some glaze made out of sumac. So you can sense the sweetness and the sourness of the sumac and the creaminess of the almonds. And it's a total vegan dish, if I may add. <laughs> oh, I wish we could bring Ileana to, to Chicago because she <laughs> dynamite face here. Oh, yes, you are. Uh, so is your food. So when we describe the food, um, are there, are there bait, like, how can I say this? You start with the foundation and then you get creative and you add your own touch. Or how do you view preparing fruit for the kitchen at Yaya's here at Habo? So basically what I try to do is just base myself in seasonality. So right now in Mexico, what we have the most is guava. We also have some tomatoes growing. We have corn. So I just try to base myself on what's growing in right now so that it's obviously easier for us to have here in the restaurant. And it doesn't, uh, well, it, it makes more sense to have something that is in season than not, right? So that's what we try to do here. And then as for the mains or the proteins that we serve in the menu, it's just about what the producer has, you know? We don't have always the same types of fish here in Yaya. What we try to do is just talk to the purveyor and we ask him, what do you have? And he says, I have this and I have that. Do you want it? And I say, yes, bring it. And then we just manage and work with it. That's, I think has been the success of Yaya. We don't just stick to one only type of shrimp or fish or meat. We just talk 
and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, the spontaneity is just perfect. And, and what I uh, think is so valuable here is the freshness because it's local. And that, of course, uh, adds to the taste of any food that you're eating. Uh, you mentioned a couple of days ago when I had the uh, privilege to meet you and speak with you before this interview that you studied in Italy. I did. Tell us a little bit about that. So for me, Italy is my Disneyland. I always say that. It's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> um, being half Italian, I always wanted to learn more about the culture and the ingredients and the use of, uh, you know, every single produce that is in Italy. So when I started my culinary journey in Mexico, I wanted to go to Italy and just learn. And I got to do my master's, let's say, uh, in bakery. Um, I was in Milan. I worked there for a year. And then basically what I did is just fell in love with bread. And that's what I tried to do here too. Uh, you start your meal with a piece of bread. And I always say that bread is something so important. It makes you just start talking, uh, having a little bite and then you, you feel like you're renewed and you're calm so i think that's the power of bread just uniting people and making people share a table without any trouble or worries oh fantastic we were recently my husband and i were recently in the holy land in israel <laughs> and the bread was so fresh when you would just buy the baguettes and the bread i don't know if you called it baguettes for all different types of breads bagels rolls um cracker breads right on the street <laughs> off of a card and it was just I think, Ileana, that I one day went, probably I had some bread and it lasted me like five hours. It was so delicious. <laughs> so that's, that's great. And here at Daya's, uh, it's fun to share. It is. It is. That's what we try to do here, you know, just something that people would love to share. That's kind of the style that we wanted to do. At the end, the name of Jaya means grandmother. And I did a little research of it too, and it's kind of like the journey of womanhood, which is something that I take very personal, being a female chef, as I said before. Um, so, anyways, what I was saying? Yes, well, no, you were saying everything that I wanted to know about. And by the way, I was curious because in the Greek culture, yaya means grandmother. It does. So, in grandmother, we were talking about women as chefs, and um, I think that's really important. When I first saw the line back at Yaya's, I was like, Whoa, this woman is commanding the wine. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the line and how it works. So basically we're a restaurant that it's made, it's kitchen purely of charcoal. Most of the line is, well, we are here at Yaya, yeah, so you can see that we have those equipments there which work only by charcoal, and then the other ones work by gas. But what we try to do is use the charcoal as much as we can for baking uh, our bread, cooking our fish and our meat and also the vegetables. So the line just works, as you can see, purely charcoal. And then we have some of the stoves that work for us for the pastas that we serve. And then I think that the heart of the kitchen is basically the oven that we have over there, which is charcoal. In there we cook fish, we do the vegetables. We, we created, I think, every plate without trying to focusing on that little oven that we have there. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. You accomplished that. And as I view this beautiful restaurant, I'm inside right now. There's outdoor and indoor seating. Uh, it's There are wicker seats. It's a very, I don't want to say islandy feel, but definitely Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah, it's wide open, airy, and it's just beautiful. People should go online and check it out. Yaya's Cabo, Mexico. Do we say Cabo San Lucas or just Cabo? Cabo. 
Havel is fine. So let's talk about vegetables because I'm crazy about vegetables and I think that they're a great place to start for people to get healthy and stay healthy and to add them to your meal. Uh, let's sort of share some basics with the listeners about how they could approach making vegetables interesting. So as um, I started my culinary journey, I worked in a restaurant before that it's same Quintanil. It's one of the best restaurants in Mexico and I was there for five years. So. The chef always focused himself on the use of vegetables. He was very into just going to know where vegetables came from and how they grow and how to pick them. So I think because of him, my passion for vegetables started. Um, and when I started this concept, I wanted to do that too. And as I said before, um, when I got to know that Cabo offered amazing produce, I said, let's use them. And just making them nicely is just trying to uh, cooking them as if they were as, as important as chicken or as fish or as, you know, any other produce. At the end of the day, vegetables give you, gives us the power that you need, the energy that you need, just as proteins, but um, vegetables are more friendly. <laughs> they are, and they're so good for you. There are so many nutrients in vegetables, and you can truly eat as many vegetables as you want and not really count the calories. <laughs> not that it matters to everybody, but it does to me. Uh, do you make them exciting with using like coriander and dill? And, mm -hmm. um, I would love for you to name a few that you work with. My personal favorite is dill. Okay. I love dill in anything. So which vegetable would pair well with dill? Um, so here at Yaya, we use a lot of dill. We actually even use it for our shishitos uh, that we roast in the charcoal. Uh, but as, as I said before, this is a restaurant that is Mediterranean influence. And it's not the traditional Mediterranean. What we try to do is more uh, focus ourselves in the use of spices. So the spices that are used in the Mediterranean mostly are cumin. It, you can also find cilantro seed, uh, satar, which is just a mixture of different spices, which is amazing. I adore it. We use it as salt here in Yaya. Uh, sumac, which gives acidity to things, which is also a combination of different spices. But the acidity of sumac is amazing. You can use it as if it was lemon or lime. Um, lavender, we use a lot of lavender here in Yaya. We use it for our um, base of yogurt that we served in the cauliflower or the carrots. Uh, but basically, I think the most important are those. Um, pepper, allspice, those kinds of spices just makes this kitchen pop even more. Woo! <laughs> for Shigari did over here, Yaya's in Kabul, Mexico. Absolutely a dreamy experience from start to finish, but primarily because of the food. And this beautiful gal here who is the sous chef. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Or the master? I'm the chef of the cuisine. Chef de cuisine. <laughs> you have to, you have to correct me because I want to give you the the proper title. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> By the way, what is a sous chef? So I know. So I'm the chef of the cuisine, which would be the highest range of uh, chefs inside this restaurant. And then my sous chef is the one that has my back always. Uh, I actually do mean it. My sous chef, he rocks. He makes it work even if I'm not here or if we are in our day stuff. He just pops it and makes it work. Nobody has his name is. Uh, he is Nacho, but he, I, well, he's actually Jesus. He, we call him Nacho. I love her. I love it. So in our closing moments, I'd love to ask you um, what you feel about how far this restaurant has come with the reputation and popularity is fairly new. And then what are your hopes and aspirations for the near future? So it's actually going to be a year that we open in April. And I always say that 
this is my baby. I am so excited about this place. It is the first time that I ever opened a restaurant and for people just to come in inside the kitchen and telling me that they are enjoying the food and that they're having fun and where did I train and how's the kitchen and being a female chef and so many other marvelous things that people just are telling us makes me feel very proud and that every sweat, <laughs> every drop of sweat, sorry, that I've been sweating in this kitchen is worth it. So it just makes me feel very excited. And I think it's just the beginning for Yaya. It's almost a year and things are going amazing. We get every now and then even more people than the past days. So that means that we're doing a great job and I'm just excited. Well, your enthusiasm is contagious. You've been me to continue to do what I do with the podcast because I loved bringing um, the Kefi Life followers, people like you. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate your humility because there's no way anybody can understand how delicious your food is until they taste it. Thank you. Yes, yes. So I ask one final question to all my guests, and you are a very special guest on the Kefi Life podcast. And the question is, and if you need a moment to think about how to answer, it's fine. Okay. But the question is, Ileana, in my life, I've learned that. Um, in my life, I've learned that you just need to do it. Just do it. Go ahead. Lose fear. Don't listen to what people say that you cannot do. Just think what you can do. And you can accomplish anything. I just got the goosebumps. True. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Muchas gracias. You're welcome. Thank you. Muchas gracias. Mucho gusto. Igualmente. Gracias. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. Want to be Ola Kala all as well? Strengthen your relationships, whether personal or professional, by sharing a meal. Meal sharing is one of the healthiest and most rewarding ways to spend time with someone you love or like. The role food plays in our social interactions is evident as it's deeply rooted in our personal identities and practices. Food is a basic survival need, so sharing food on a primal level is the most powerful act of care imaginable. Add a lovingly prepared meal with a beautifully set table and the diners feel like royalty. Families be on alert. A 2004 study on the effects of meal dynamics on well-being observed that families that often share meals together tend to see fewer cases of depression in their young members. Everybody, be all like a lot tonight and share your favorite edibles with someone close to you. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kepi Life.